Hey there, SLP. You are listening to this podcast, so I know that you love to listen to podcasts. And if that is the case, then I know that you are going to love my secret private podcast, Secondary Secrets for SLPs. It's six short episodes that will have you walking away feeling refreshed and inspired and ready to take on those challenging secondary speech students. So if you work with grades four through 12 and are in a planning rut or wanting some fresh new ideas to keep your students motivated, make sure you head to speechtimefun.com slash secondary secrets. You are not going to find this podcast in your iTunes podcast search browser. You can only get access by going to that link. So head to it now. It is six short episodes that you can listen to it in under an hour, like totally Netflix binge-worthy. I made this just for you, and I know you are going to love it. SLPs have been telling me already that it has changed their way for working with their older speech students. So head on over, again, to speechtimefund.com slash secondarysecrets, or use the link in the show notes, and I can't wait to hear what you think. Now let's head on to this week's episode of SLP Coffee Talk. You are listening to SLP Coffee Talk. I am your host, Hallie Sherman, and I am a licensed speech-language pathologist who is in the trenches working full-time in a public school in New York. I am the author of the blog and Teachers Pay Teachers store, Speech Time Fun, where I love helping other SLPs conquer the overwhelm and get back hours spent on prepping activities. I am here to help you be the best SLP you can be and have fun while doing it. Just like your morning cup of coffee, this podcast is just what you need to start the day or week. Let's jump into today's Coffee Talk. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. It is me, your host, Hallie Sherman here, here to help you plan with ease and confidence when it comes to your older speech students or just your school-age students in general. And it's, you know, I'm all about giving you the jolt of inspiration you need every single Monday. And I am here again for a solo episode talking all about icebreaker activities. It is so important in the beginning of the school year not to jump right into goals. If we jump right into goals, we are going to lose our students for the entire year. Did you hear that? If you jump right into goals the very first second, the very first day, you are going to lose your students and not have their motivation the entire school year. So it is so essential as we are heading into back to school season. Some of you might are already seeing students and that is okay. And some of you might be heading back in the next few weeks. And if you're listening to this later on, that's still okay too, because you might always be getting new students in on your caseload. And if that's the case, again, even with them, don't just jump right into goals. You need to take the time to build rapport. Connection over data collection. I'm going to say it again. Connection over data collection. And last week, I talked all about growth mindset. And if you didn't hear that episode, definitely go back and check it all out. And I said again, you need to teach our students about their brain and the dialogue they need to have for themselves. But on top of that, we need to take the time in the beginning when we're starting with our students. It's getting to know them and letting them get to know you. You need to build that environment that is comfortable so that when things get challenging, they're going to be more willing to take risks. They're not going to work for you if they don't trust you. And just because you say, trust me, doesn't mean they're going to. So you need to take the time those first day 
week of speech is doing those all about me activities. And it's not just fillers. Like, you know, yes, sometimes I see some classroom teachers maybe doing it for several days and maybe like drawn out projects. It doesn't need to be that way. But by getting to know our students, one, it builds that rapport. It builds that trust. But also we get to then also know their interests and things that they like so we can tailor our sessions around that. So there's so many benefits of getting to know our students at a deeper level than just like, and again, more than just like their favorite color, favorite food, like what really lights them up? What are things that they find that, what do they think they're good at? What are the challenges they have? You want to have those dialogues in the both beginning sessions of speech. Now, I know many of you like more organized activities. So I'm going to share with you five different icebreaker activities that you can use with your students to get to know them, let them get to know you. You don't have to tell them every single deep, dark secret that you have, but getting them to know a little bit more about you than they might get to know their regular teachers. They're going to have extra trust with you and be willing to take more risks and share things with you on a regular level, on a regular basis. You want them when they're coming in, hey, how was that soccer game that you, you know, that's how's the soccer team doing? Hey, how, how are you practicing for your dance recital? Hey, how is that rainbow loom bracelet going? Whatever it is that they're into. You want to constantly be checking in with them and reminding them, hey, I remember. Okay, so activity number one, one of my favorite icebreaker games to play, is really challenging for our students, is two truths and a lie. So I'm going to tell you, play with you guys. I'm going to say three facts about me. Let's see if you guys can guess my lie. And I always start with mine. And then, of course, my students always like copy my formatting. But fact number one, I have two daughters. Fact number two, I was cut from the no-cut tennis team. And fact number three, my favorite food is French fries. Which one do you think is my lie? Oh my goodness, I've got to tell a lie. I'm not even going to edit that out. All those were true. I'm going to start again. I'm going to give you three new facts. <laughs> those are my go-to facts. I forgot to tell a lie. Okay. The first fact. I was a high school cheerleader. Fact number two. I love dogs. Fact number three. I have natural curly hair. Which one is my lie? You guys are going to be shocked to hear number two is my lie because actually growing up, I was terrified of dogs. I don't like mind dogs now, but I don't, I can't say I love animals. I am not an animal person. I apologize if any of you are. So anyway, I just gave you a lot of facts about me and I totally messed up on that game. I always have my students write down their facts first, come up with their lies. Their lies should not always be number two. Their lies should not always be number one. And they like, I I'd have them write it down and then we mix it up this way. We don't, they don't know which one is going to go in which order. And it really helps them prepare for it. And it allows you, not only when you're playing this game, that you get to see your students' listening comprehension skills, the ability to be creative, a sentence structure, all that fun stuff, in conjunction with playing a game and getting to know each other. And now you know a little bit more about me. Yes, I do have two daughters. I was cut from the no-cut tennis team. I was a high school cheerleader. My favorite food is french fries. Love french fries. Um, I'm, that's definitely my weakness. Anyway, but yes. And I was terrified of dogs growing up. Okay, so that's two truths and a lie. Game number two you can play, the M&M game. Now, you can play this also with Skittles, because I know some schools are like peanut-free and Skittles are a little better. Anyway, anything that has colors, you can do this with Starburst, you can do this with blocks. But you can designate each color to represent a different all-about-me type of question. 
you hand out a bunch of Skittles or a bunch of M&Ms, a bunch of Starburst, a bunch of blocks, whatever it is. And for each color they have, they have to say the fact about them and you can make a key. There is no right or wrong answer. You can Google a bunch of M&M icebreaker game visuals if you want. But like you can designate the green is say your favorite color. The brown is say your favorite food. The orange is say your favorites, whatever it might be. So you can just designate, you make a little visual, put it on a dry erase board, put it on an index card. It doesn't have to be fancy to be effective, but it just allows them to one, share different facts about themselves. And then of course they get to eat the M&Ms or Skittles or Starburst, whatever you're giving out. So it makes it even extra fun. And the best part is um, I've done the same game with a toilet paper roll and you pass around the toilet paper roll and you say, take a bunch of pieces of squares. And of course, someone takes like the most squares because they want to, you know, show off. And of course, that person has this, for every square that they pull, they have to say a fact about themselves. So of course, the person that takes the most toilet paper squares is basically messed it up for themselves. And now they have to share the most facts about them. So that's different variations of the M&M slash Skittles game slash toilet paper roll game. So that's like three games in one. Okay. The next thing you can do. This is actually, I don't know, choice game three, four, I lost count, is you can play would you rather games. You can come up with your own questions, like would you rather go be in the mountains or at the beach, things like that. You can come up with your own questions, put them on index cards, you can put them on Google Slides, or on Bamboozle, it's a free site. There are tons of would you rather games and icebreaker games ready on there for you. I will put a link in the show notes. You can literally just go ahead to the show notes, click the button, and it's just a um, all you need is a tablet, a phone, a computer, a Chromebook, whatever you have. Your students don't need one. Only you do. And you just display if you're not familiar with Bamboozle. And the students get to pick a, a number based on the number. It's like a game show. Window opens and a question appears. Obviously, they're going to get it right. And each question has points. They can lose points, gain points, steal points, all that fun stuff while getting to know each other. So again, I'll put a link into the show notes and a sample Would You Rather game. Or you can make your own. Not doesn't take that long. Okay, so. And the last thing that you can do with your students to get to know them a little better is you can do personality quizzes. NatGeoKids.com. I'll link it in the show notes as well. They have a whole bunch of quizzes on there that are kid-friendly, like quiz, like what animal would you be? What's your clean air personality? Are you a whiz on wildlife? Highlights for Kids also has a bunch of quizzes such as what color matches your personality, which season are you, are you a good listener, what planet are you, and so much more. So you can either do the Nagio ones, which has some of them, and then also um, Highlights for Kids has some quizzes on there that you can do with your students. You can do them as a group, or you can do it individually, share the results. And it's just a lot of fun in a way to just get to know your students, let them get to know you a little bit better, and have fun while doing so. Again, it's about building that connection first, data collection after. And also getting to build that comfortable environment where your students feel safe and willing to take risks. And also knowing that they can just trust you, okay? That you're not a teacher, right? We're speech pathologists. We're clinicians. We want our students to trust us and be willing to do things that are difficult for them. And if we jump into data collection and working on goals, we're not going to have them. We need to get to know our students, build that trust, have fun in the beginning. I mean, we're always going to have fun, let's be real now, but have some fun so that when things get challenging, it is okay. And our students know that they can trust us and that we're not there to break them down, but help build them up. Okay, so I hope you found this helpful and fun seeing the benefits of these icebreaker games. Maybe you learned a new game that you've never heard of before. 
I'm also going to share in the show notes, I have a freebie in my Teachers Pay Teachers store called um, Getting to Know Your Rockstar Students. It has some foldables and um, some different coloring pages that you can print and use with your students, plus some more icebreaker games on there for you. So I hope you found this helpful. As always, I like to keep my episodes short, sweet, and to the point so that, I don't know, how long is your commute? 10, 15, 20 minutes? And if you have a longer commute, go check out a previous episode. All right. And, and I always end my episodes with a joke because jokes are fun and build rapport and allows again for our students to trust us. And it's something to do while we're waiting for our students to walk in the room. What did one volcano say to the other? I lava you. Ah, I, get it. I love you. Again, jokes, language, build rapport, build trust. Humor is fun. And we want our students to understand humor. So. Why not use it with our students? You can use these jokes of the week that I share every week on the podcast. Display it on a dry erase board with your students. Just tell them as they're walking in the room. Again, another way to just build that trust and rapport with your students. Okay? Until next week, everyone, stay out of trouble. Message me on Instagram. I'm curious if you guessed my lie and and maybe you learned something new about me that you never knew. (laughs) All right. Until next week. Bye, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. It means the world to me that you're tuning in each and every week and getting the jolt of inspiration you need. You can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at my website, speechtimefun.com. Don't forget to follow the show so you don't miss any future episodes. And while you're there, It would mean the world to me if you would take a few seconds and leave me an honest review. See you next week with another episode full of fun and inspiration from one SLP to another. Have fun, guys.